0: With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather round a campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron.
1: It's my pleasure to introduce a friend to you tonight. I've never had anybody join me here at the American Campfire Revival. But we've been going through this book and I want to introduce you to the author of The American Covenant. And he is my friend for life. He's been a mentor to me. And uh, I I just can't wait for you to meet him. His name's Marshall Foster. And uh, Marshall's joining (coughs) us tonight. So Marshall, thanks so much for joining me. Good to be with you, brother. So Marshall came all the way out to Georgia to meet with us and to uh, talk with us and, and I mean, he's one of the big guns, he's one of the generals, he's one of the lieutenants in uh, the army of compassion and he's the one who's been teaching me all this stuff for so long. So Marshall, do you really think, can we really make a difference with a little campfire and going through a little book like this?
0: Well, the savior of the world came uh, in a manger and had 12 disciples and sent them out to change the world. And sure enough, they uh, defeated the Roman empire over 300 years. 25 million people became Christians and the empire fell. Christianity went on. And and Christianity has grown because God's way is to work through common folks like us. People who get right with him and learn his ways and then lovingly reach out to a dying world and say, be reconciled to God. Mm. And that's what you've done for all these 83 days or four days. You have been reaching out to America and you've been saying, be reconciled to God, and you've been calling the army of God an army of compassion, not a physical army, but an army of compassion, which which Jesus unleashed back 2,000 years ago and has marched and brought liberty and freedom and charity and love for the poor and the needy all through those centuries. You have made it happen, and and can that make a difference? No, can it make a difference? It is making a difference. Everywhere I go now, I'm seeing people talking about it, saying, oh, I want to get my own campfire going. I think we all need to be trained in these truths. Why hasn't someone told me this before, that I could get right with God and that my little family can make a difference to change the world? That's what you're doing.
1: Well, that, that's what I want to do. And, and I know that that's what we're all wanting to do is we want to see revival come. Um, why, one of the things that people ask is, why have we never heard about the things that we're reading and learning about? In the American covenant. Many of us have uh, been taught a different version of American history, and we're kids today are being taught something entirely different to even learn to hate America and say America is just a bad country in the nation of, in, as a nation in the world. Uh, why aren't we learning these things today? Well, what's happened is that
0: beginning in 1924 with the Frankfurt Institute coming over to, uh, New York City with John Dewey and the Progressive Public Schools, for the last 70 years or so, there's been a rewrite of American history. So the vast majority of Americans that are alive today have never heard about America's covenant with God. Yeah. Uh, all nations have a covenant with God, whether they know it or not. Uh, a covenant of obedience or disobedience. If they walk according to his principles, they're going to be blessed. And so, But our nation is the first nation since ancient Israel to begin from the very beginning. And Margaret Thatcher said this before she died in 1996. Uh, she said, she said, America is the only nation that's built on a creed. It's built on a covenant. It's built on voluntarily starting with God and saying, in the name of God, amen. That's how the Mayflower Compact started. Right. And that's what struck me 45 years ago when I first went to Plymouth and I just started the World History Institute. And, and uh, I went there and I saw what the pilgrims had done. And I said, wow, here are these outcasts, this you know, 100 people, half of them dead the first winter. And yet they changed the course of history by writing a little covenant with God. And in the covenant, it starts out, in the name of God, amen. We covenant together as a civil body politic. So they covenanted their families. They covenanted their church. And they covenanted their civil government, their entire society. And they were followed by thousands of persecuted settlers. And they all covenanted with God.
1: You you know what I love about what what Marshall's saying is, you see, he's not talking, this isn't a fight between CNN and Fox. He's talking about the pilgrims who said, we're going to covenant with God and that's gonna shape our families. It's gonna shape our churches. It's gonna even shape our civil government because God cares about all those things. There's a right way to do those things and then there's a wrong way to do those things. And most of the world has done it the wrong way. And it's all about get me power, get me power, power in my church or power in my government to control all the people. And America did it a different way. They said, no, it's all about God being number one And we're, he is the loving creator, protector, provider, and we're going to have a sacred promise. We're going to say in the name of God, amen. And we're going to pledge our lives, our fortunes and our sacred honor. And and we're going to serve God and we're going to serve each other. And that was the foundation of our country. And they trusted God to bless them. What if, what if we wrote a new American covenant? similar to the Mayflower Compact that the Pilgrims wrote or similar to the covenant of the Declaration of Independence or similar to the Constitution, not to replace them, but in our day to make our own sacred commitment promise covenant with God? What if the whole family of faith in America did that? What might that do? What what, what could that do?
2: Hey, guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise, since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to health care. Are you tired of your health care the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's health care. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron.
0: Absolutely. What did it do for our founders when, when they got together and those 56 men, they said, Wait, all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. And they laid down these principles. And then a short document at the end, they said, with firm reliance upon divine providence, we pledge our lives, our fortunes and our sacred honor. They made a covenant with God. That's our entire country was built on that one document. And because they kept that cup, not everybody, not perfect, but they did so. They said, God, yes, bless us. And God brought them through the war. God brought them through famine. God brought them through times when they turned their back on God. And then God brought four or five great awakenings that brought us back to God. So, so he is a, he's a faithful God, a loving God who is so kind that he forgives us when we sin and -hmm. and allows us to start over again. And that's what, that's what we read about in the American Covenant book, and that's what you've been teaching. There is hope because it is the body of Christ. It is the, the people who love God who are responsible for keeping that heritage alive. And God will bless even a minority to bless the whole country. In other words, if a minority of us get right with God and walk with him in education, and government, and economics, as well as in our personal lives and families and in the church, we
1: can transform the culture peacefully over a period of a few decades. That's what, isn't that what we want? We wanna transform the culture peacefully. I sense the tension, the the, the 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 heat on the pressure cooker, the political pressure cooker is is increasing. And I, I hear about people talking about, it's like a tinderbox and it's gonna blow sometime soon with all of the division, with all of the contention, <clears throat> with all the political divisiveness, wouldn't it be great if we could peacefully transform our culture through the army of compassion, simply returning to the biblical roots that made this the greatest country in the history of the earth. That's what we're learning. And that's what the pilgrims did. Uh, he said, not perfectly, but increasingly. And we have more liberty uh, and freedoms today than the world has ever known throughout ancient history. But we are abandoning those principles, and we're going back to pagan ways that lead us down the road to slavery, and we need to return, right? That's exactly right. And remember, they only had 102 people. The pilgrims. We, only we, 102 pilgrims we started have, this whole thing. We have at least 80
0: million people who call themselves evangelical believers. Imagine 80
1: that. 80 million people who call themselves members of the family of faith. Not just, not just nominal religious folks who say, oh, well, I'm not... An atheist, so that must make me a Christian or a, or a believing Jew or, a, or whatever. But these are 80 million people who say, I have a relationship with Jesus Christ, members of the family of faith. The pilgrims had 102. It's like the,
0: it's the largest idea community in the entire country by far. If we will get our ideas biblically based and founded right. and we get our history right. All we're asking for, we're not not saying let's rewrite history from a Christian point of view. We're saying, let's go back and look at all the warts, the good stuff, the bad stuff. But let's look at history honestly and say, wow, God, you did that in
1: spite of all those problems. You did that for them. God, do it for us. Do it for us. Do it for us. You you did that for them and their generation. Lord, do that for us. Let's cry out to him in that way. He honors it. God honors
0: that again and again. And tomorrow we'll probably be talking more of this about the, the great awakenings in American history. Listen, it always happens in the worst of times mm. when you think we have a whole section in the new American covenant where we deal with that very thing and pandemics and hard times. That's when God wow. raises his people up, not the good
1: times, but the bad times. And then the good times come. So how great is that? So so check this out. Marsh, Marshall's gonna be here uh, for two days. And he's talking about how our, our our ancestors dealt with pandemics. They dealt with economic collapses. They dealt with all sorts of, of shutdowns and, and, and government moves to uh, oppress people and scary times and how that's when the family of faith has the greatest golden opportunity to turn the whole thing around. And that's when revival can break out. And so we're going to talk about that more tomorrow evening uh, but this has just been great. Marshall, what a what an appetizer for what we get to talk about over the next couple of days. So uh, God bless you. If you don't yet have a copy of The American Covenant written by Marshall Foster, uh, highly recommend. We'll be back uh, with more of Marshall Foster. You don't want to miss it. We're going to talk about revivals in America that have already happened and what precipitated them. And you know what? We're about due for another one right now. So God bless you guys. Love you all.
0: Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.